Hello. Welcome to the podcast version of Medical Motherhood. Today's issue is called The Gifts of Raising Disabled Children. Let's talk about our favorite parts of medical motherhood. A quote from Robert Emmons. When faced with adversity, gratitude helps us see the big picture and not feel overwhelmed by the setbacks we're facing in the moment. In my life, Thanksgiving is a holiday of food and gratitude. This is a time of year that I count my blessings, reminding myself that even when all is dark, a light still shines. Gratitude is hard. Gratitude does not excuse injustice. Gratitude is not weak. Gratitude researcher Robert Emmons writes, In fact, gratitude can be very difficult because it requires that you recognize your dependence on others, and that's not always positive. You have to humble yourself in the sense that you have to become a good receiver of others' support and generosity. That can be very hard. Most people are better givers than receivers. Raising any child is difficult beyond measure and rewarding beyond measure. I would argue that in both of those realms, parenting a disabled child is even more so. For today's issue of Medical Motherhood, let's talk about the best parts of raising disabled children. If you're a paid subscriber, add your own in the comments. Not a paid subscriber yet? Become one with our 30% off sale going on now until Christmas. Realness. It's a certain je ne sais quoi, but most people raising disabled children have a way of skipping all the fakeness. They just don't have time for it. Maybe it's because their hands are too full, or maybe it's because pleasantries just don't matter after you've seen your child in a hospital bed. Whatever it is, I love it. Small talk is overrated. Black humor. There's only so much hardship a human can take. Thankfully, our brains give us very effective stress rele- give us a very effective stress release mechanism, laughter. I can't tell you how many times I've laughed with other medical ma- mamas about things that no one else would understand. I think one of my favorites was when I was describing a bad day and said and when someone was describing a bad day and said they might just never get off the kitchen floor. Another mama said, laying on the kitchen floor though, closer to the ice cream. I still think about that and laugh every other week. It's the bright side of desperation. Awareness. The disability community is a vast and varied spectrum. For some reason, mainstream society lumps everyone outside their narrow bump of the belt curve together. So for a long time, I thought of abilities as pretty black and white. But since becoming a medical mama, I've learned so much more about how many different ways there are to be beautifully, amazingly, fantastically human. Empathy. I thought I was pretty open and understanding before I had kids, and it's not like I'm perfect today. 
but living this life has opened my eyes to how much privilege I had and assumed other people had too. Now when people talk about their struggles, I usually get it on a level I never would have otherwise. Humility. I have had to ask for a lot of help since the birth of my twins. Whether it's fundraisers or places to stay or medical care or physical help, medical motherhood has been a long lesson in accepting that I just can't do it all. Like Emin says above, this is not easy, but watching people respond to those calls for help, some even complete strangers, has been some of the most powerful experiences in my entire life. If you have never been in desperate need, if you if you have never been in desperate need, then you have never known the amazing healing power of someone meeting that need. Community. If you've ever spent time abroad, you probably know about the expat phenomenon of feeling camaraderie with any fellow countrymen you happen to come across. Something about being strangers in a strange land erases any differences you might have otherwise considered important. It's the same with medical motherhood. As soon as I learn someone has had an intensive caregiving experience too, it's like we shift into a different gear. Surprise. When milestones are so far off the accepted timeline, they cease to matter. As a parent, you drop out of the competitive rat race that starts with baby's first steps and ends at pro soccer. Or maybe that starts with baby's first word and ends with a scholarship to MIT. Instead, you can celebrate each inch stone because none of it is taken for granted. Anti-ableism. I did not think I was ableist before I had my kids. That quickly changed when I realized just how scared I was of having a kid who might be called the R-word. Prejudice is so much more apparent when it's about you or the people you care about. I feel lucky to have learned the difference between thinking I'm not prejudiced and doing the hard work to root out some hidden assumptions and beliefs. It will still be a lifelong struggle, but I am grateful to have been given a head start. A life of service. Service is sacred. Don't believe me? Take it up with the clergy of pretty much any religion. All humans are interconnected. We all need things that have to be provided by someone else. When you raise a disabled child, this, re this service relationship takes primacy. While it is still difficult and no one is immune to the effects of burnout, it is also beautiful. I see so many people who find their purpose and joy in medical parenthood. What about you? What are you grateful for in this uncommon journey? Leave a comment below the news briefs or post about it on social media. And in case it isn't obvious by now, thank you. I am grateful to have you as a listener. Medical Motherhood's News Briefs from How Stuff Works, eight everyday items originally invented for people with disabilities. Quote from the article, there's something called the curb cut effect. Research, policy, Research Institute Policy Link 
describes it as a vibrant illustration of how laws and programs designed to benefit vulnerable groups, such as the disabled or people of color, often end up benefiting all. From News Channel 5 in Nashville, Program for Families of Disabled Kids Struggling, Advocates Say. Quote from the article, it really can save families from having to institutionalize their kids, and it can save families from bankruptcy and divorce and other drastic measures they would have to take to provide for their kids with disabilities, the Tennessee Disability Coalition's Sarah Sampson said. However, she believes that bureaucracy has gotten in the way. Parents are reporting that they can't get money for their child's needs or that the services just aren't available that they need. From Bloomberg, Texas ban of school mask mandates is reinstated during disability appeal. Quote from the article, A federal appeals court has reinstated Texas Governor Greg Abbott's ban on school mask mandates while it weighs whether the edict violates the rights of students with disabilities. Abbott and other Republican state officials argue that wearing masks is a matter of personal responsibility best decided by individuals. Medical Motherhood is a weekly newsletter dedicated to the experience of raising disabled children. Get it delivered to your inbox each Sunday morning or give a gift subscription. Subscriptions are free with optional tiers of support. Thank you. You can follow Medical Motherhood on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or visit the Medical Motherhood merchandise store on Spreadshop to get a t-shirt or mug proclaiming your status as a medical mama or medical papa. Thanks as always for listening. See you again next Sunday.